Biological Functions of Therapy-Induced Senescence in Cancer An article by Eleni Fitzhugh, Abel Sotogames, Marco De Maria from University Medical Center Groningen, Groningen, the Netherlands Seminars in Cancer Biology, 2022 Abstract Therapy-induced cellular senescence is a state of stable growth or rest induced by common cancer treatments, such as chemotherapy and radiation. In an oncogenic context, therapy-induced senescence can have different consequences. By blocking cellular proliferation and by facilitating immune cell infiltration, it functions as tumor suppressive mechanism. By fueling the proliferation of bystander cells and facilitating metastases, it acts as a tumor-promoting factor. This dual role is mainly attributed to differential expression and secretion of a set of pro-inflammatory cytokines and tissue remodeling factors, collectively known as senescence-associated secretory phenotype, CESP. Here we describe cell autonomous and non-cell autonomous mechanisms that senescent cells activate in response to chemotherapy and radiation leading to tumor suppression and tumor promotion. We present the current state of knowledge on the stimuli that affect the activation of these opposing mechanisms and the effect of senescent cells on the microenvironment, e.g. by regulating the functions of immune cells in tumor clearance, as well as strategies to eliminate senescent tumor cells before exerting their deleterious side effects. Introduction Cellular senescence is a state of stable cell cycle growth, rest, where cells remain metabolically active and do not respond to extracellular growth signals. Senescent cells often present an enlarged and flattened morphology, an altered metabolism and dysfunctional mitochondria. They stain positive for the lysosomal enzyme senescence-associated beta-galactosides, Sa-beta-gal, at pH 6, which was the first marker utilized for their identification. On a molecular level, upregulation of the tumor suppressor P16 INK4A is one of the most common hallmarks of senescent cells and frequently used biomarkers used in vitro and in vivo. In addition, activation of the P53P21 WAF1 CLIP1 pathway and downregulation of the nuclear lamina protein lamin P1 are common features of the senescent phenotype. Furthermore, senescence inducers that cause DNA damage lead to the formation of DNA damage foci known as DNA scars, while some cells from senescence-associated heterochromatin foci SAHF, all of which detectable using immunostaining techniques. Senescent cells are also characterized by the ability to secrete a plethora of cytokines, growth factors, and proteases that can affect neighboring cells, known as the senescence-associated secretory phenotype, SASP. Currently, none of these markers is considered to be universal, and senescence identification needs to be achieved by the combination of different measurements. Transient accumulation of senescent cells has been shown to be important for tissue remodeling and repair processes during embryogenesis and adulthood.
However, senescent cells accumulate and persist during organismal aging across different species, where they play a role in the development of various age-related pathologies. In agreement with this notion, their elimination reverses many pathological conditions and improves the health and lifespan. The accumulation can result from intrinsic factors such as telomere short-ending or oncogenic mutation, or from extrinsic sources including ionizing and non-ionizing radiation or chemotherapeutic drugs. In an oncogenic context, cellular senescence induced by exposure to chemotherapeutic drugs or radiation is referred to as therapy-induced senescence TIS, and displays both anti- and pro-tumorigenic properties. Although the aim of these therapies is to induce cell death and senescence in the cancer cells being treated, dividing stromal cells are also affected, resulting in TIS stromal cells that are capable of influencing the microenvironment via the CESP. The CESP exerts complex effects by the secretion of proteins that may signal back to receptors on their own cell surface or on the surface of other cells. This complexity is further increased by the differential effects a single protein may exert in a cell autonomous compared to non-cell autonomous manner. The aim of this review is to describe beneficial and detrimental effects of TIS in cancer and the specific roles of canonical TIS CESP factors. Cell Autonomous Roles Senescence has been long considered a tumor-suppressing mechanism activated upon stress that prevents transformation of pre-malignant lesions or uncontrolled proliferation of fully transformed cells. For this reason, studies have repeatedly shown that induction of senescence is a desirable outcome of cancer therapy and a predictor of treatment efficacy. Using an in vivo model of B-cell lymphoma, Schmidt and others showed that cyclophosphamide induced senescence in cancer cells requires active P16 and P53 pathways and improves prognosis and survival in mice. T. Pula and others were the first to detect senescent cells after chemotherapy treatment in human breast cancer samples, but not in normal surrounding tissue and to show the treatment of cancer cells with the topoisomerase inhibitors SN38 and etoposide induces senescence that needs P53 activation for its establishment and P16 for maintenance. In vitro studies of different human cancer cell lines, including breast, colon and prostate, show the treatment with doxorubicine or gamma radiation induced senescence with increased SA-beta-gal activity and was considered a favorable treatment outcome, given the fact that this stable growth arrest can be achieved with low drug doses that do not cause toxicity and side effects. TIS promoted by lower doses of doxorubicine is associated with increased reactive oxygen species, ROS, due to activation of the ataxia telangiectasia mutated ATM and telaxia telangiectasia and RAD3-related ATR pathway 
and P53 signaling. Epigenetic mechanisms may also play a role in the decision between senescence and apoptosis. Overexpression of the DNA methyl transferase DNMT3A can lead to cancer cells, death, and otherwise senescence inducing toxoribosine doses by inhibition of P21 expression. In colon carcinoma and fibrosarcoma lacking P16, the depletion of P21 and or P53 did not completely abolish a senescent phenotype, indicating implication of additional factors. Inducing of senescence upon methotrexate treatment in breast cancer cells requires P53 activity, but the growth arrest was shown to be P53 independent. Similarly, cisplatin-induced senescence can be induced in a P53 independent manner. However, in non-small cell lung cancers, NSCLC, the co-treatment of cisplatin and dexamethasone abrogates the senescent phenotype in a P53 and NFKB-dependent manner, leading to reduced sensitivity to cisplatin and to increased tumor growth. Although senescent cells are generally considered resistant to apoptosis, some TIS cancer cells can be more susceptible to apoptosis. Doxoribicin-induced senescent breast and lung cancer cells upregulate the expression of FAS via NFKB-mediated upregulation of tumor necrosis factor alpha-TNF-alpha and interferon gamma-IFN-gamma. Cycling-dependent kinases 4-6-CDK4-6 inhibitors are a new generation of chemotherapeutic drugs, mainly used for the treatment of breast cancer. Prolonged treatment of melanoma cells with the CDK4-6 inhibitor palbocyclib causes senescence induction in reduced sensitivity to vimarufenib, a drug used for tumors carrying the BRAF V600E mutation by mammalian target of rapamycin inhibition. Senescence in induction upon palbocyclic treatment was also observed in vimarufenib-resistant melanoma in culture and in vivo and suggested to be more important than less toxic therapeutic solutions compared to standard chemotherapy. Both palbocyclic and abemyclocyclic Another CDK4-6 inhibitor induced senescence in preclinical models of breast cancer and can reduce tumor volume via activation of interferon-mediated immunosurveillance. Aurora kinases are overexpressed in cancer and associated with poor survival rates, thus serving a potential therapeutic target. Treatment of colon cancer cells with the Aurora A kinase inhibitor MLN8 054 promotes a stable growth arrest and senescent-like phenotype which includes enhanced SA-beta-girl positivity and activation of the P53-P21 pathway. Another Aurora-A kinase inhibitor was shown to induce senescence in imatinib-resistant chronic myeloid leukemia cells through a P21-dependent pathway and upregulation of ROS and synergize with BCR-ABL. However, induction of the senescence during the combination treatment was not evaluated 
despite a clear effect on reducing tumor growth in vivo. Furthermore, the inhibitor MLN8237 induced senescence in a model of metastatic melanoma via P53 independent but ATM CHK2 dependent mechanisms and sensitized melanoma cell to TNF-related apoptosis inducing ligand trail-induced cytotoxicity via upregulation of death receptor 5, DR5, and downregulation of decoy receptors. Similar results were obtained in a model of lung cancer, where MLNA237 induced a P53-dependent senescent state and sensitized tumor cells to radiation. However, senescence induction was evaluated only by using morphological features and a more comprehensive biochemical and or molecular characterization is missing. To conclude, standard chemotherapeutic drugs, but also new generation drugs, can induce senescence in different cancer models and limit tumor growth, but the mechanisms involved are diverse Main senescence pathways like P53, P21 are not always involved, while the mechanisms governing tumor reduction can also be different, including apoptosis or immune-mediated killing. In colon adenomas and carcinomas, spontaneous senescence induction resulted in longer progression-free survival period after treatment with 5-fluorouracil leucovorin in comparison to non-senescent tumors. Another finding of this study was that adenomas had higher senescence levels compared to more aggressive carcinomas, a phenomenon also observed in rat memory tumor samples after treatment with tamoxifen. This is reminiscent of OIS, where senescent cells are visible in perineoplastic lesions but not in invasive spicements, supporting the essential role of senescence as a barrier to tumor progression. These studies also highlight the importance of P53 for senescence induction, as its inhibition leads to tumor formation, while its restoration induces senescence. On the other hand, TIS can promote tumor progression through apoptosis and resistance, dormancy or relapse. Several studies have shown that prolonged culture of TIS cells causes increased expression of steamness markers and escape from cell cycle rest of some pseudosenescent cells. Reversibility of senescence was observed in human fibroblasts treated with etoposide and captohacin, although cells grew more slowly after reversal. In P53 and P16 null NSCLC cells treatment with different chemotherapeutic drugs leads to G2M growth arrest, activation of the ATM pathway and a senescence phenotype which soon after treatment was reversed due to phosphorylation and activation of the ATM target CDK1. Servivine a CDC2 CDK1 target appears to be an important mediator of this phenomenon, as its expression was shown to be necessary for senescence induction and for subsequent cell cycle re entry. 
Increased levels of CDC2 were also detected in a breast cancer model after treatment with doxorubicine in clones that were resistant to doxorubicine and gamma irradiation-induced senescence, indicating that these protein may play a role in an evasion and escape from senescence. Another important mechanism underlying cell cycle re-entry is polyploidy and aneuploidy. After doxorubicin treatment, senescence escape was observed in senescent colon cancer cells to develop aneuploidy, but not in breast cancer cells without aneuploidy. Aneuploidy was accompanied by increased ROS levels and use of antioxidants reduced the number of escaper cells. The phenotypic association of aneuploidy and senescence escape has been recently described elsewhere. Senescent colon cancer HCT116 cells were also found to express the stem cell marker NANOG and re-enter proliferation. Similar observations were made in lymphoma models treated with doxorubicin where senescence was induced but cells resumed proliferation and expressed stem cell markers and induced lymphomas more aggressively in mice compared to cells that were never senescent. Interestingly, it was also shown that senescent cells can be reprogrammed to express stem cell markers. Etoposide treatment can also induce reversible senescence in lung and colon cancer cells. Etoposide or doxorubicin-treated lung and breast cancer cells are able to form tumors in vivo, but the growth rate was slower in immunocompetent mice, highlighting the importance of immunosurveillance mechanisms potentially activated by senescence-associated phenotypes and the SASP. Although wild type P53 is considered a positive indicator of treatment outcome, there are cases where no positive effect is observed. In human breast tumors, there were transplant in mice and treated with a combination of eporibucine and cyclophosphamide. Tumors carrying wild type 53 entered senescence, while tumors with mutated P53 went into a mitotic catastrophe and presented higher overall pathological response. Senescence induction was associated with resistance to therapy in possible cell cycle re-entry upon completion of therapy. These data may explain why breast cancer patients with mutated P53 had better responses and favorable outcomes after treatment. Similar results were obtained in a memory breast cancer model where P53 mutated tumors maintained proliferation and eventually died after doxorubicin treatment, causing delayed apoptosis. Conversely, the presence of wild-type P53 induced senescence and produced cytokines, including eototoxin and chemokine, CC motif ligand 5, CCL5, that acted in an autocrine and pyocrine manner, leading to proliferation of neighboring cells and tumor relapse. P21 prolonged expression of the senescence induction can also cause senescence escape of cancerous and precancerous cells. Its P53 independent accumulation causes cells to re-enter replication 
and become more aggressive, highlighting the importance of monitoring chemotherapeutic drugs to induce senescence and P21 upregulation. In summary, TIS in an oncogenic context is highly complex. Although it can limit tumor growth, it can also be tumor promoting. Data suggests that on the one hand, senescence limits tumor growth by arresting cancer cell growth. On the other hand, it protects non-dividing cancer cells by limiting the effect of chemotherapeutic drugs that act during replication or may render them resistant to apoptosis. These surviving cells could then re-enter the cell cycle and lead to tumor relapse. Since senescence is defined as a stable growth arrest, it is not clear whether these TIS cancer cells are actually senescent and develop mechanisms to bypass it, or pseudosenescent, acquiring only an intermediate senescence reversible state. Non-cell autonomous trolls. As described in the previous section, TIS often leads to tumor regression. However, TIS cells can persist after treatment and contribute to the adverse effects of chemotherapy and to cancer relapse by the SASP. The non-cell autonomous function of senescent cells in a tumor setting remain highly complex, as the action of secreted factors depends on the target cell and the tissue microenvironment. Accumulation of certain SASP factors autocrinally reinforces and paracrinally propagates the senescence-associated cell cycle rest, thus limiting key steps for tumorigenesis, such as tumor growth and angiogenesis. Nevertheless, the same components may favor tumor progression by misbalancing inflammatory responses. Moreover, other SASP factors might paradoxically promote proliferation and androgenesis in the surrounding tissue. Thus, the actual outcome of generating TIS may be determined by multiple factors, such as the amount of secreted components and their downstream sensitivity, as well as time-dependent differences in SASP components, which may exacerbate in case of failure of the immune system to remove accumulated senescent cells. In order to better understand these complex effects, below we describe non-cell autonomous roles of selected SASP factors and how these may compare with their cell autonomous roles. Chemokines and cytokines IL-6, IL-8 In a cell autonomous manner, interleukin-6, IL-6, is thought to reinforce cell cycle rest of non-transformed cells by binding to IL-6R CD126 in human fibroblasts. The binding of the cytokine to its receptor and the adapter protein GP130 results in genus kinase signal transducer and activator of transcription JAK-STAT signaling and increased protein translation of numerous pro-inflammatory factors including IL-6 and IL-8, thereby resulting in a positive feedback loop. The expression of the IL-6 receptor is thought to be crucial in mediating the cell autonomous versus non-cell autonomous effects of the cytokine. 
as the expression of the IL-6R is mostly limited to immune cell subsets, while endothelial cells and fibroblasts do not express the IL-6R. However, the IL-6R is also upregulated in its nascent response, at least in oncogen activation, stress-induced and cytokine-induced premature senescence. In contrast, glycoprotein 130, GP130, the adapter protein of IL-6R is widely expressed across cell types. Therefore, in a cell autonomous manner, IL-6 may reinforce perocrine senescence. However, because the IL-6R is present in the soluble form in various inflammatory conditions, IL-6 STAT3 signaling may also help propagate the senescence phenotype resulting in premature senescence of stromal cells. In oncogenic context, IL-6 may therefore have a positive effect by stopping the proliferation of bystander cancer cells. Similar to IL-6, IL-8 is similarly thought to reinforce cell cycle arrest of non-transformed cells in a cell autonomous manner by binding to IL-8R-CXCR2-CD181. However, both IL-6 and more prominently IL-8 also plays a role as chemokine in a non-cell autonomous manner, thus facilitating immune cell infiltration and promoting an inflammatory response. This outcome may be beneficial in preneoplastic lesions by facilitating immune cell-mediated tumor clearance, but may have negative consequences if sustained inflammation is unresolved. Supporting evidence includes senescent stromal cell-derived IL-6, shown to establish an immunosuppressive microenvironment, driving tumor progression and aged skin model. In addition, P38, MAP-K, driven IL-6 and IL-8 release from senescent stromal cells can induce upregulation of the natrochilla NK cell inhibitory ligand human leukocyte antigen E, HLAE, in newborn cells, resulting in immune evasion, a phenomenon also observed in aged human skin tissue. TNF-alpha, IFN gamma. TNF-alpha is a potent pro-inflammatory cytokine with context-dependent effects. As its name would suggest, it was initially identified due to its potent anti-cancer effects observed in a variety of tumor tissues. Later studies have shown the TNF-alpha to be involved in acute inflammatory responses and released in large amounts in response to IL-1-alpha, lipopolysaccharides and other bacterial products. In a cell-autonomous manner, TNF-alpha signaling initiates a stat-dependent positive feedback loop, leading to sustained interferon signaling, DNA damage and cytokine secretion. Therefore, TNF-alpha could be an early component of the SASP similar to IL-1-alpha and preceding other cytokines such as IL-6, IL-8 and IFN-gamma. In non-cell autonomous manner, TNF-alpha may also be considered an inducer of paracrine senescence. 
at least in human epithelial cells, in a ROS-dependent manner, as the use of ROS scavengers effectively inhibited senescence induction. Therefore, in addition to its tumorocidal activity, TNF-alpha may also prevent angiogenesis by stopping the proliferation of endothelial cells in tumor contexts. Similarly, IFN-gamma has also been shown to induce cellular senescence through P53-dependent DNA damage signaling in human endothelial cells. While other type 1 interferons, such as IFN-beta, are released in response to DNA damage, promoting senescence and inhibiting hematopoietic stem cell function. Moreover, non-cell autonomous rules for TNF-alpha and TNF-gamma by interaction with immune cell subsets are widely described. Recently, the role of TNF-alpha induced senescence and IFN-gamma was shown to be essential for the immune clearance of pancreatic and B-lymphomous cancer cells that survived an immune checkpoint blockade. However, despite the tentative use of TNF-alpha as an anti-cancer molecule, its use in the clinic has so far been hampered by strong hepatotoxicity, while IFN-gamma has been approved for the treatment of adult T-cell leukemia in some countries and continues to be studied as an adjuvant in vaccines and cancer immune therapies. Growth Factors the expression of growth factors of various families such as the epidermal growth factor receptor family, fibroblast growth factor family, FGF, or vascular endothelial growth factor family, VEGF, is widely documented in the secretive phenotype of the IS cells. In a cell autonomous manner, these growth factors may signal back to the IS cells through the PI, 3K, AKT, M2 pathway, thereby enhancing their survival. Furthermore, in a non-cell autonomous manner, they may exert proliferative effects by a rest breath ERK signaling, fueling the proliferation of bystander cells expressing the corresponding receptors. Both of these effects are considered deleterious in oncogenic contexts and are therefore the target of the plethora of targeted anti-cancer drugs, of use in combination with chemotherapy or irradiation. A recent study has identified the upregulation of epherin-dependent signaling in senescent stromal cells by the epherin ligands EFNB1 and EFNB3. EFN signaling prevents cellular apoptosis in a cell-specific manner during embryonic development and tissue turnover. In cancer cells such as NSCLS, disrupting EFNB3 signaling induces apoptosis and interferes with pro-survival networks. Therefore, in a cell-autonomous manner, efferin signaling may prevent apoptosis and activate senescent cell pro-survival networks. Conversely, in a non-cell autonomous manner, it may prevent apoptosis of neighboring cancer cells that have sustained DNA damage due to chemotherapy or radiation. Interestingly, EFN signaling may be disrupted by the promiscuous antioxidant quercetin, reported widely in the literature as a senolytic in combination with the PI3K tyrosine kinase 
and serpin inhibitor desatinib. In oncogenic settings, EFN receptor signaling may also block the RAS-BRAF ERK pathway in a negative feedback loop. Matrix metalloproteinases Matrix metalloproteinases, MMPs, are a family of zinc-dependent proteases whose enzymatic activity is directed against components of the extracellular matrix, ECM, such as collagens, laminins, and proteoglycans. In normal contexts, MMPs help promote the microenvironment by the degradation of the ECM, facilitating tissue modeling and wound healing events. However, in oncogenic contexts, MMPs may facilitate metastases by removing physical barriers to cell invasion and reducing cell-cell adhesion. Upon exposure to the DNA-damaging agent bleomycin, senescent stromal fibroblasts increase the permeability of adjacent capillaries, thereby exposing nascent cancer cells to increased levels of mitogenes, cytokines and plasma products in a MMP-dependent manner. Furthermore, MMPs can activate proteins released as inactive precursors. In all cancers, the release of MMP2 from senescent fibroblasts mediates pro-invasive functions via cleavage and activation of transforming growth factor beta, TGF-beta, a cytokine that promotes tissue repair and fibroblasts by the upregulation of MMPs, including MMP2, thereby resulting in a positive feedback loop. In addition, MMPs may also cleave membrane receptors and lead to release of soluble receptors such as IL6R, thereby promoting paracrine senescence of stromal cells. Lastly, they may also have deleterious effects in mounting immune responses by the cleavage of immune regulatory ligands present on the surface of the matched cells. In addition to avoiding immune cell recognition in a cell-autonomous manner, the solubilized ligands may occupy and outcompete receptors in relevant immune cell types. Indeed, recently, the cell culture media of senescent fibroblasts and epithelial cells was shown to contain higher levels of soluble NKG2D ligands, accompanied by an approbation of MMP3. In agreement with these findings, the use of the broad-spectrum MMP inhibitor GM6001 effectively blocked ligand shedding and facilitated the elimination of persistent senescent cells by activated leukocytes. Due to the proven roles of MMPs in early tumor progression, facilitating immune evasion and metastasis, several synthetic inhibitors have been developed over the last decades but failed in clinical trials, presumably due to the testing in advanced cancers and due to a lack of specificity resulting in severe side effects. Nevertheless, the event of specific inhibitors may raise new hopes in the treatment of early-stage tumors in part through the removal of persistent senescent cells following adjuvant chemotherapy.
Immunoregulatory Ligands Asenescent cells elimination proceeds mainly via immune-mediated clearance. Conditions of impaired immunosurveillance are associated to chronic senescence. Senescent human fibroblasts and hepatic stellate cells upregulate the NK ligands ULBP2 and MICA through extracellular signaling regulated kinase ERK activity and activate immune clearance. In an oncogenic context, conditional P53 activation in liver carcinoma led to senescence induction and tumor aggression through infiltration of NK cells, macrophages and neutrophils caused by the secretion of cytokines and adhesion molecules. The elimination of cancer cells seems to be mediated first by NK cells, since the blocking transiently interferes with tumor growth. Activation of P53 has also been shown to increase expression of NK ligand ULBP2 in human colon and breast cancer cells, where P53 mediates transcription repression of DNMT1 and DNMT3B, allowing P53 to bind to intron 1 of the ULBP2 gene, inducing its expression. In multiple myeloma treatment with doxorubicin or melphalan, activated the senescence program and caused DNA-dependent upregulation of the NK ligands PVR and MICA. B, a phenomenon verified in patient samples as well. YCDK4-6 inhibition promotes T-cell mediated clearance of tumor cells. In summary, senescent stromal and cancer cells can induce the expression of immune ligands and secreted factors for enhanced immune clearance, whereas a subset of SASP can act in an opposite way, leading to immune evasion and survival of malignant cells. Therapeutic elimination of TIS cells. Although activation of senescence limits tumor growth, reversal of this phenotype has been observed. Moreover, persistent presence of TIS linked to tumor progression and adverse reactions to therapy mainly because of this ASP. Thus, Different strategies have emerged for the elimination of TIS cells, including senolytic approaches that aim to specifically target senescent cells without affecting viability and proliferating cells. One popular approach is the so-called one-two punch, where cancer cells are first made vulnerable using a senescence-inducing drug and then eliminated using a senolytic agent. BH3 mimetics are the most known class of senolytic drugs that target anti-apoptotic proteins which are usually upregulated in senescent cells. In breast cancer cells, treatment with doxorubicin, paxilitacel and gamma-radiation-caused cells to senescence and subsequent treatment with ABT263 alone or with an MCL1 inhibitor led to their elimination. In vivo, sequential treatment with doxorubicin and ABT263 increased apoptotic tumor cell death and mouse lifespan.
treatment of estrogen receptor ER positive cells with the ER degrader fulvestran, palbociclib, and ABT199 led to decreased cell viability and colony formation and minimal cells growth after removal of the drugs as opposed to therapy with fulvestran and palbociclib only. In addition, with combinational treatment led to increased expression of MHC1 molecules by cancer cells and enhanced immune cell activation in vivo, a senolytic that disrupts the senescence-associated interaction between FOXO4 and P53, causing nuclear exclusion of the latter, and ultimately P53-dependent apoptosis was shown to reduce toxicity-induced toxicity in mice. In a recent study, the senescence-associated urokinase-type plasminogen activator receptor UPAR was efficiently targeted by chimeric antigen receptor CAR cytotoxic T cells and treatment of mice bearing long adenocarcinomas with MEC and CDK46 inhibitors, followed by antisenescence CAR T treatment, led to increased survival. As many tumor cells induced to senescence via chemotherapy develop polyploidy, additional approaches to eliminate senescent cells may rely on targeting the emergent polyploid cells. This can be achieved by targeting common processes occurring in both senescent and polyploid cells, such as targeting their metabolic reprogramming, the increased autophagic flux, their dependence on cell cycle regulators and DNA checkpoints, or via the stabilization of the nuclear lamina to help prevent senescence escape. Conclusion Cellular senescence is a phenotype that has persisted during evolution due to antagonistic pleiotropy as it is an important mediator during embryogenesis and wound healing, even though late in life its role can be detrimental. In cancer, it is an important tumor suppressive mechanism that activates immune surveillance and clearance but acts as a double-edged sword by secreting cell factors that cause inflammation, induce proliferation of neighboring cells and cause immunosuppression or by ultimately escaping these phenotype leading to cancer relapse and metastases. Therapy-induced senescence is a type of premature senescence caused by genotoxic agents to normal or cancer cells. Research is ongoing on the mechanisms of their induction and maintenance, the role of this HASP in bystander senescence and immune regulation, and the development of drugs and immune approaches that will specifically eliminate senescent cells and make a step forward in the battle against cancer and improvement of life quality in cancer patients. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pub Reading. Let's stay in touch on Twitter, Pub Reading, where we can choose the next article to read.